Whoo, whoo, man, yeah. That was a good workout. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> what do you mean, okay? <laughs> it was hot. It was heavy. I was hey, dripping sweat. Hey, at least I got you working out for once. Yeah, but I took a shower, and I was all clean before it came oh, over. Now I gotta you, take another shower. Did you do that for my... You tried to make it you smell good for me or something? After what I was working on this morning, it was necessary. Yeah, I mean... Oh, oh, yeah, I need one, too. <laughs> I got some deodorant if you need it in my bag. Dude, I have been <laughs> up since 3.30 this morning. I had to take my mom down to the airport. I was up at 3.30. Yeah. I was Still up. <laughs> oh, still up. Still okay. up, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I am running on um, a couple of Starbucks uh, energy shot drinks, which I don't normally drink. And hmm. uh, I think I've had three giant cups of coffee today, so... I pounded two monsters on my way here. All right, good. I, one was an accident. It started leaking because it fell when I was trying to leave Dollar General and had a tiny little pinhole. And I didn't know it until I got out of the car at uh, an auto parts place to run in real quick. And I smelled it in the back. Did you shotgun it? Not quite. I let it settle for a minute and then I just kind of pounded it. Mm. So I'm feeling pretty good right now. Yeah, me too. I, I'm on my Wide second one alert. of these... Uh... My little tropical thing I have going on. You just poured the first one. How are you on the second one? Are you drinking like me? Uh, I poured the second one while I was upstairs, yes. Oh, well, already then. This is going to be a good night. It's time to hit the trail. Lock in those hubs and throw it into low range. Because you are listening to Wheel It with Keith and Johnny Orange. They're here to talk about 4x4s, trucks, and everything to do with enjoying the great outdoors. Buckle up. Here's your hosts, Keith and Johnny Orange. All right, John, I got to thank you for busting your butt um, with my latest parts acquisition. No worries. For the new project, which, by the way, by the way here, I need to figure out what I'm going to call this project. Now, we know it's an F350. We know mm. it's an 08 F350. Which by the way, also by the way, I'm half tempted. I I swear to god, I am half tempted to drive it until it blows up because the other day, <laughs> I'm down at Fox Fire Fixins, family local restaurant, you know. We've talked about him before. And I pull in to go get my Sunday morning bloody mary and there is my truck sitting there. <laughs> now, nice. I'm not saying a truck like mine. I'm saying my truck, mm -hmm. the one that I've just recently acquired, but I haven't picked up from the company I purchased it from yet because okay. they're cleaning it out. Gotcha. And I Apparently was told they're still driving it. <laughs> I told the I was told the engine was blown. Yeah. I'm like I go in and I'm like, and Ken guy I know is driving it, and I I go uh, thought the engine's blown in that truck, and he's like, well yeah, and I'm like, well. I, why is it in the parking lot out here? And he goes, well, actually, the engine runs good. It's just the antifreeze is full of oil. <laughs> because I guess the oil cooler is what's bad on it, but you have to pull the cab off to do it. Oof. And Ooh, that sucks. And, you know, I did look into, is there a redneck way of bypassing the 6.4 oil cooler? And we all know the 6.0 and the 6.4s are garbage. Yeah. Uh, you know, hate us. You know, go ahead and bash us on every social media you want, folks. We're still I, not going to care. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I get in that argument with people all the time. We've said before the 6.0, 6.4s are one of the garbage motors of, of all time. Um, but, so the 6.4, but, so I go out there and I fire the thing up. And, man, she just purrs. She sounds hmm. so good. And I'm like, but I'm pretty sure what I'm going to do. I did look on eBay and what the sold auctions are going for on core six fours, ones that are rebuildable that don't have like a rod through the block. Yeah, they're selling for like two grand, twenty twenty five hundred bucks. Holy hell! So I'm like, this thing runs. 
I yeah. might be able to sell this running, and I can show a buyer yeah. I, the running engine and the transmission for that matter, huh. and recoup all of my purchase cost of the tr- the two trucks that I've yeah. purchased to. I saw the one you get parked out there. Yeah, which by the way, there, there's another thing. I mean, this was a a weird act of God or whatever you call it. I was told the transmission is blown out in that truck. Mm. Now, the last time I went to go move that truck, sure enough, you went and put it in drive and. It's slipping, 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 and it's barely moving forward. So Preston and I, the other day, uh, Sunday before he went back to his uh, mom's house, I said, hey, I says, uh, let's go down and pick up uh, the Dodge because I'd like to possibly start pulling the 12 valve out of the mm. 96 uh, Cummins this week, and that's got 555,000 miles on it. Oh. And I and I'm no kidding. That's the odometer says 555. Nice, uh, which is kind of neat because you know 55's always been kind of a uh, lucky number say, for me. Yeah, there was a num- something with 55. I remember. Well, Route 55 Transports, yeah. my old company. I have a 55 Chevy. Um, I use 55 for all of my uh, pin numbers. Oh wait a minute. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> five 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 five. Got it. Got it. <laughs> so, anyways, um, Keith's password is password five. five oh no. At. Yeah. So so we go we go down and. Uh, so I said to Preston, I said, we're taking the excursion. I said, I got all my tow stuff in here. I said, I'm going to try to drive it back to the house. I said, if it if the trans blows completely or if it just won't move forward, you're going to tow me tow strap. Because he's done that once before. He did mm. he did a tow strap deal with me before, so he's comfortable with it. He's like, yeah, yeah. it's fine. I mean, it was only 17, but, you know, I've raised him right. <laughs> and uh, so we get down there. and I, Redneck it, skills for it, the win. Yeah, there you go. Oh, try Cheer- that again. Oh, there you there go. Cheers. Go. <laughs> so, uh. I get down there and I fire the thing up and I put it in drive and it's slipping, slipping, slipping. And just out of curiosity, I'm like, what happens if I throw it in like first or second? Boom. Throw it in first. Boom. Takes right off. So I go, okay. Manually shift it up to drive. Preston starts following me. So I'm going up the road and I'm feeling the shifts. I've got it in drive and I'm like, one, two, three, boom, overdrive. Clicks right in. And I've got this thing up to 85 miles an hour. Supposedly, yeah, um, allegedly. allegedly. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's a phrase from Letterkenny. Allegedly, Preston t- tells me later on, he's like, "Dude, the excursion couldn't keep up to you." And now it was a hairy ride. Well, it's a Ford. The so. thing's all over the place. Okay, all over the road. Yeah, it's bouncing like crazy, and I'm like, "Does this thing not even have shock absorbers?" No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not blown out. I got underneath it when I got it back, and I was yeah. like, I looked underneath it, and I'm like. Um, they're all missing. They're just, I think the guy, <laughs> that, gone. I, because I think the fleet mechanic for the last company, I uh, think he just stole him off of it. Yeah. So, I mean, this thing's bouncing all over the road, but I'm like, man, this trans is shifting great. And so I started playing with it. We actually drove it to the local car wash. Okay. I, dumb question. Did you check the trans fluid? No. Uh, we took it to the okay. local car wash and <laughs> I power washed, um, all the grease off the engine. Cause I'm like, if I'm going to pull it, it's going to be better if I'm yeah. not. Yeah. So. I drove it over there. While I'm playing around, the shifter on it, I don't know what's going on with it, but if you pull it down into drive, uh, it will slip. It moves forward, so it's not in neutral. It's not like the shifter's off on it, mm-hmm. but it will slip. If you pull it into second and then you put it back up into drive, it operates fine. The so cable. It might be. I don't know if it's... It's got to be a stretched or pinched or broken cable or mount. But I, it doesn't seem like there would be a... Um, there be any slipping? It, it seems like there should be it a. Fits. There, there's still going to be like a detent on the inside mm-hmm. that changes where the is. It's an auto, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I know. Yeah, it's a 47 um, RE. 
Uh, two-wheel drive. By the way, if anyone here is looking for a <laughs> 47RE two-wheel drive trans that is probably just fine because it was rebuilt two years ago. It does not have 555,000 miles on it. It was rebuilt two years ago um, by a very reputable shop, and that's why they were they were confused when the trans went out, supposedly. Like I said, this trans is shifting fine. If anybody's two-wheel drive Cummins 47RE, uh, hit us up at Wheel, and I will give you a heck of a deal because I have no need for it. But anyways, go ahead, John. Uh, I was going to say, just know usually there's still like a valve body, <clears throat> and that's like the fluid changes through that. I don't fully understand automatics. I know very little about them. But if it's not fully it's shifting between them, or if it's engaging like multiple solenoids, that could cause it. It might be what's going on with it yeah. for sure. Um, all I can tell you right now is if you take this thing and you put it in second and you put it back up into drive, it shifts absolutely beautifully. Your trans is fine. It's, it's fine. It's linkage. Yeah, it's be- either a linkage or an electronic. Well, it wouldn't be electronics. It's a, and right it's from a the stop sign. Problem. If you stop from a stop yeah. sign, it goes through all the gears. So it's not like you have to put it back down in second yeah. every time. Um, it's only when you initially take yeah, off. It's definitely something with your, your shift linkage, I'm, be it lever to whatever goes into the trans. Now, of course me, I was half tempted to call up the company and be like, Hey, you guys can still use this truck, but I got to look at the truck. It's got Excuse some me. frame rust issues as we knew. No shocks. Uh, it's got no shocks. <laughs> the body is shot on it. Yeah. I looked at it. Um, it's still not. Yeah, it's, it, yeah. there's a lot of great parts. Some good doors. Okay. Bed, um, decent front end, nice grill, uh, except for the driver's seat, really nice interior. So if anybody out there in the wheel and listener world that happens to be in Michigan, <laughs> if you're looking for 96 Dodge 2500 parts, uh, I'll make you a smoking deal on parts. Uh, you know, might even give you a sticker or something, but <laughs> you stop by. Yeah, we need to order more of those. I'm, I'm down do. to, yeah, I, I gave one to uh, Kyle at work there. I should last reminds three me, I Kyle, because I know you listen to the show. I still need to see a picture of that on your uh, Jeep, if you don't mind, please, sir. All right. Well, uh, I did ship out my last three stickers the other day to our buddy Bernie. Oh, nice. In Arizona. So uh, he had asked for a couple of them. I, he's actually in Michigan right now. I'm hoping oh, nice. to see him before he leaves, but I think yeah. he's leaving next week. I don't think it's going to happen because he's in the UP. Yeah. But um, I, I got sh- the uh, package planning to go out tonight for our new Patreon subscriber. I apologize. I'm blinking out on your name at the moment. But I got a, I got a few different ones together for you, so I'm going to get those sent out to you. It was me, right? The other one. Oh. You didn't subscribe to the level to get stickers. Oh. Come on. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, so anyways, um, speaking of all these parts, we're, we're, we're talking about, and I kind of went around in a big full circle here. We were talking about the name, though. Yeah. So we know it's an F-350. Now, here is the parts that I have acquired for the F-350 project in the last, I'm going to say week. It really has been the last week because mm. it's been the last time since we broadcasted here. Something or like podcasted. that, yeah. Um, I've obviously acquired the 12-valve Cummins to drop into it. I have acquired the G56 six-speed manual transmission to drop into it. I have acquired the manual transmission brake pedal. I already had the clutch pedal. Um, I have acquired the uh, manual, the fairly rare 08 to 10 manual transmission tilt steering column plastic so I can get rid of the shifter and I can have no hole on the steering column. You know, we just talked about that and I didn't even register that that's what those parts would do, but that makes it so much better. Yeah. That's so I, awesome. I can pull the shifter out of my tilt nice. column and I can put the plastics on and it looks factory. Uh, I still have PRNDL on the dash, but yeah. I can actually spray paint that, or I can put Electrical Cummins tape. there or something Electrical there. Electrical tape. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or the name of whatever we build here. So, um, And then 
Um, two things that I bought, which I'm going to call like foo-foo bill or like <laughs> whatever they call them. Um, frilly bling, crap. Frilly crap. <laughs> the, so I, I have, I have been in love ever since I was, mm, I would have been about 20 years old. Uh, ultimate adventure, one of the first ultimate adventures. And as y'all know, I did ultimate adventure last year for 2021. Lucky I have heard SOV. rumor that it may not be happening <laughs> or I'm for 2020. I have heard rumors that it may not be happening for 2021. We're going to see. I hope it does. Um, but uh, anyways, the 2020 Ultimate... So way back, I want to say it was 99 or 2000 Ultimate Adventure. They took a brand new Ford Super Duty, and they put it on 46-inch Michelin uh, military tires. I like and it. And took it on Ultimate Adventure. Now, they only did like a 4-inch lift. I have done a lot of following on big military tires since then and Super Duties. You had some really nice ones for quite a while there. I, remember. I did, yeah. Those were awesome tires. Um, there are a number of guys. Now, I'm not talking about the guys out there that say you got to have like a 10-inch left to fit 37s because we're talking fender, yeah. fender cutting here. Yeah. With some fender cutting, <coughs> nominal fender Excuse cutting. Um. There are actually companies out there um, that are building like brush trucks and they're building, uh, they build the Mega Raptor. That's another one. If you look at, I think it's like megaraptor.com. It's built with Super Duty, something like that. Might, I might have the website wrong. Just Google Mega Raptor. But, uh, anyways, uh, there, people, there are people running 42 inch military tires <laughs> without a lift. On Super Duties with some nominal fender cutting. Nice. With about a four inch lift and some fender cutting, they're running 46 inch military tires. I'm on board with this. Well, I mean, it seems like a lot of tire for a daily driver, but of course I'm tempted. Yeah. I am tempted. But here's. Have, have grinder, we'll cut. <laughs> well, there's two things that have happened to, in the last week. Um, and these are both Facebook Marketplace, which is a dangerous place for me to hang out. Good on. God, is that website. And I don't know if it's the state of the economy, but have you noticed lately there's a lot of smoking deals on there? Yeah. So is like that the gentleman I'm going to probably buy a TIG torch from at some point? They just are, got it on there for 15 bucks. Are people running out of money right now or something? Like you I and mean, I are we gainfully all knew that was employed. Happen. Yeah. We, yeah, but you and I are gainfully employed. Is, is Are people all running out of Biden bucks? Is that what's going on? Probably, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Yeah. Um, so. The first one I ran into, there was a guy that, uh, and here's a, here's a, you know what, let, who, who cares? Regular show, I'm still going to get into it. A little bit of political <laughs> or social feelings here, okay? I've had a few of my little special. Now it's time to turn your radio to NPR. Yeah, there you go. My, or, or just keep listening. My special uh, drinks here. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there was a guy that had a set, and you just saw him out there, uh, fairly rare. Out of production now, Mickey Thompson, 20-inch wheels for a 99-04 to Ford Super Duty. Yeah. Okay. And, um, you know, he had those on there on, on Marketplace. He had literally posted them, it said, nine minutes ago. And with 35-inch mud trains that probably only have 20 or 30% tread on them, they're, they're, they're not great tread. But he had posted them on there for $200. I mean, the scrap aluminum alone is worth that. Now, I know that 
you and I have talked before that I'm not into the big donk rims or uh, the big 20s and things like that. But like I said earlier, I'm very interested in the military tires on the Super Duties. And with the most of the military tires, the 42s, the 44s, the 46s, even the 54s, those are all 20-inch rims. So what I was looking at was the fact that you can take a set of military tires and you put them on a set of aftermarket 20-inch rims, which I've done before. I did on my old 77 F250 many, many years ago. Um, but the problem is, because I've, I've done a lot of reading, the guys who've done them on the 05 and newer Super Duties, um, the offset is is wrong on the factory rims. The factory rims are so inset into the frame because they have the four inch wider axles. Yeah. That uh, what ends up happening is if they run the factory 20 inch rims with military tires, they scrub on the frame like bad. So what they end up having to do is run wheel spacers mm. or they run aftermarket wheels. Well, 99 <coughs> to 04 had a four inch narrower axle so the offset on the wheels was more but they never had a factory 20 inch wheel from 99 to 04 so it was aftermarket only well i ran into these 200 dollars set of aftermarket rims and i was like and they're heavy duty as you saw they're not like Dude. the stupid little spoke ones these are like the alcoa these like, are like my kind of heavy duty these things are stupid very beefy aren't they yeah yeah so i'm looking at it and i'm like theoretically these are, so they're the offset for the 99 to 04, but if I put them on the 05, well, the 08 truck that I'm doing, so it's the 05 to 17 style axle, theoretically, instead of running wheel spacers, they should fit just fine, because I don't want to run wheel spacers with big-ass yeah. tires like that. And uh, 200 bucks, I mean, I couldn't pass it up. Oh, God, no. Then, the next day, the very next day, and of course, I'm not rolling in money, but the very next day... I'm going through Marketplace, and I'm looking at a couple of things, and I was looking for something else, and this guy's uh, four-and-a-half-inch Rough Country, which I know is not, the, they're not the creme de la creme of off-road lift kits. They're kind of like the cheap off-road lift kits. They're pretty kit. durable, though. They're durable. Oh, yeah, the stuff's very well built. He has an 08 to 10 um, lift kit, which uh, is, you know, the same parts do work on most of them, but I think the Pitman arm and stuff's a little bit different. But anyways, he had the full Rough Country lift kit, which is like, MSRP is like 820 or something on it. He had it for 400 bucks, And <laughs> I wasn't really looking to buy it, but it was all in good shape. Everything was in good shape. And I, so I messaged the guy, and, and I know it was a lowball offer, but I said to him, I said, hey, man, I'm not really looking to lift my truck, but it is cool pieces, and I may want them. I said, if you consider 200 bucks, I'd give you 200 bucks for them. Mm. So he messaged me back, no way I wouldn't do that. <laughs> and then like 30 minutes later, he messaged me back. He goes, I do 250. And I go, all right, fine. So I had to drive three hours, Ooh. two two and a half hours north of where I was. Drove up there the other day to pick up the stuff, and um, I um, I get talking to the guy. It was funny because I, I I pulled in. The guy's totally a truck guy. Now nice. um, I don't want to mention his name because I didn't. I, I told him about the podcast, but you know he seemed like a very private individual. Oh yeah. Um, but he had a he had three <clears throat> badass. Um, Fairly built Cherokees, extra Ooh, Cherokees. He nice. had a second generation um, S10 on like 35s. Ow. He had a uh, about an 0304 Duramax crew cab Chevy on like 37s. Holy crap! Um, the guy had some really nice stuff and a lot yeah. of parts around there. So we're talking for a bit, and the guy—it's funny—the guy starts talking to me, 
And I, 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 it was such a weird moment to me. He starts talking to me about some stuff that he watched on Motor Trend On Demand about the 2020 <laughs> uh, offered, you know, uh, <laughs> Ultimate, Ultimate Adventure. Adventure. And he's like, yeah, I saw this, blah, 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 and Ultimate Adventure was the coolest thing. And I'm like, oh, and he starts talking about Ian Johnson and, yeah. and, and just a couple of things. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this and this and this. And he's like, and then I started, he's like, wait a minute. And I go, because, <laughs> and I said, yeah, I was on it. He goes, what do you mean you were on it? <laughs> so, so I started telling him, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, and I told him about Chad a quick draw and everything. And I says, nice. yeah, my buddy took me in. Uh, and we, he's like, oh my God. He goes, I would have given you an even better deal. I'm like, no, no, that's <laughs> fine, man. I'm like, here's your 250. We agreed that's on. That's awesome. And uh, he's like, well, this other part here, I'll just give it. I'm like, no, dude, you don't have to give it to me. I'm yeah. not a celebrity. I'm like, <laughs> it's pretty nice. So I told him about the podcast and everything, but then you'll love this, man. So, okay. So the final part, the final part, and I know we're getting to the, the parts acquisition here. Cause you mm. and I are still in the hashtag great bourbon race here. Yes. Yes, um, indeed. That's why I'm totally okay if you want to run this truck till the engine blows, because that's more time for me to get mine done. <laughs> hey, I can still tow you with a 6.4. Oh. But the bet when this project with the 12 Oh, <laughs> all right, dick. All right, whatever. So, uh, anyways, um, so I had made a deal earlier in the week. Yeah. Um, there was a guy that had a complete Ford King Ranch interior. Now, I, it was kind of an ironic thing to me, because the... The truck I purchased is a uh, 08 XL. It's got this straight bench seats. It still has air conditioning, but it's I the bench vinyl seats are very uncomfortable. Yeah. I like the crank windows all right. I like the vinyl floor and all that, but I just... The seats in that thing, I do not like. Yeah. And so I was going to grab some cloth seats or something. Well, I've always liked the look of the King Ranch. I'm not a leather fan, but I've always liked heated seats. I love seats. those seats. I, I moved one when I was at the dealership. Not to interrupt you there, but I moved one when I was at the dealership. I got to drive it from Ann Arbor back to Richmond, and, oh, that was comfortable. <laughs> that was a fun drive. Well, exactly. And the leather just smells so good. It does. It these, does. Um, these, these don't, but that did. <laughs> well, we're going to talk about this here. So, my boy, I was kind of thinking, and I looked in mar Marketplace and stuff, sort of King Ranch seats and stuff. My boy, Preston, had said to me, Kind of ironically, is you got to put King Ranch seats in it. I said, <laughs> I'm like, well, that'd be cool, but they're expensive. I mean, most of the King Ranch seats that you see out there, full of King Ranch interiors, you're talking fifteen hundred, two thousand, yeah, even on eBay, eBay, three thousand dollars. I've never seen these go cheap. So exactly, yeah. And so I started doing <clears throat> research on them though, and um, I learned a little bit about the King Ranch, and maybe we'll do a whole King Ranch. It, there's actually a fascinating history behind it, by the way. We'll do maybe an episode about I didn't that know there was a history. There, I just thought it was an addition they made for... It's actually through the King Ranch in, in Texas. Wait, wait, what? There is a it's real, a real thing? That's a real ah. thing. There's a real King Ranch. <clears throat> I assume it's a cattle ranch? I, I apologize. So. Like, I keep coughing. I'm not sure what's you're, going you're on You're all right, here. John. You're all right. Um, <laughs> so anyways, but I started doing some research. So and I'll tell you just a little tidbit here. The King Ranch edition came out in late 03. Late 03, it was, so there's only a few 03s that are King Ranches, and most of your King Ranches you saw are 04 to 2015, and then they stopped the King Ranch till 2020, it mm. brought the King Ranch back, but uh, anyways, so when we're talking the first generation Super Duty, which of course we all know ran from 2000, uh, or 1999 to 2016, um, 
the King Ranch Edition had essentially two generations. The first generation was late 03 to 07, and then 08 to uh, 17, or early, well, late 16 is what it would be. Um, the So I started researching them. Um, there was only a couple of differences. So, of course, if you know your Super Duties, in 08, they switched the dash, they switched the front end, they switched the interior all out. The 99, or I'm sorry, the 99, the, the 03 to 7 uh, King Ranches <clears throat> used a, they were a gray interior, gray dash, gray door panels. There was tan available, but most of them were gray dash, mm. gray floors. And then they actually had those saddle leather tan, which I always thought was a weird combination. Yeah. But it looks pretty good when it is there. Yeah. Um. And the up to 07, they used the real saddle leather. And I, it's, it's not a Corinthian. It's something else. But they used a real saddle leather seat. Hmm. Um, and in up to 07, the, the heated seat button was on the side of the seat. So it's all a modular unit. Well, then in 08, they put the heated seat button on the dashboard and they went to a synthetic it's, it's still real leather but it's got like a synthetic a blacking or something like that yeah it's yeah. kind of a weird deal because people weren't maintaining the seats as good the yeah, 03 to right. 07 is a true saddle leather and you have to a couple times a year put like a a real thick um like conditioner leather conditioner yeah, leather, like a neat's foot oil or something exactly yeah. neat's foot like, oil you like gotta, a saddle exactly <laughs> something like that so they went to a less maintenance thing so um, the ones that have that unique real leather smell are always the 07 and older. Nice. The 03 to 07. The 08 newer, they look beautiful. Yeah. Now, I did look at the pictures and stuff. The only difference in the seats really is the 07 and older um, does not have a seam down the headrest. And then 08 newer has a seam down the headrest and they don't have armrest because they went to a wider console. I wonder if that was maybe cheaper because they don't have to use one continuous piece of leather. It, that could know. be. They could that, use scrap or something makes it a little cheaper. It might be. I'm not. Oh. Re- I'm not really sure. Um, so I oh. ran across on Facebook Marketplace. This guy had a full crew cab um, interior, door panels, dashboard, console, seats, everything for an 07 King Ranch. So and pretty faded looking, and the driver's seats a little torn up on the seat bottom and on the armrest. I already knew the seat bottoms are about 200 bucks to replace. The, the armrests are like 70 bucks. But he wanted 1000 bucks for the whole interior, hmm. which was really a smoking deal. Yeah. But I messaged him and I said, hey, man, I really, I says, I have an 08, so my dash is different, my door panels are different. I said, I only want the seats in the console. Even the console, I was thinking about going to 08 console, but I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm going to do stick shift. So I was like, the 07 console would be fine. Yeah. And, uh, so I, I got talking to him and back and forth, and long story short, I walked away for 440 bucks with <laughs> a King Ranch interior. Awesome. And uh, as I you know, you for that. <laughs> as you know, we are looking at it right now because it's sitting in the studio. I, with I us. know. We hope moving down. <laughs> Threw my back out. So but whatever. <laughs> Johnny Orange helped me move my King Ranch interior, which is very faded. Uh, it's very worn looking. It has a decent. It's look. very restorable though. Yeah. Um, the seat bottom driver seat is probably not redoable. We probably got to buy a seat yeah. bottom for that. Um, 
But uh, I've I watched... I can stitch it up for you. I mean, it's not going to look pretty, but it'll hold for a while. Really? Are you <laughs> decent at leather stitching? No. Oh, all right. <laughs> I uh, said I can do it, but it won't look pretty. Well, you know, I really appreciate it, it's man. It's like my welding. Uh, it's... Uh, but <laughs> I got all these parts here, and nice. um, I just... Uh, you know, I figure I put another 300 bucks in in parts and then a bunch of time into reconditioning these. Yeah. We're going to see how they you look. You know that the irony is here. We're both swapping leather seats into our projects. My, you're, you're putting leather in the XJ? I So this was a few years back from my neighbor, uh, who unfortunately has since passed away. We, we talked about that a while back. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a 94 Grand Cherokee Limited from him. That had an upgraded luxury leather limited seating package in it. I remember that package. Yeah. That's a nice setup. That is stupid comfortable. Yes. And I that was one of the pieces that I kept from that project that's going into Project X. Isn't that one of the first Jeeps that had the seat bolsters on the side that kind of like they were the, the, yeah, the, the lower I, back I seat I think bolsters? so. I've never looked too much into the history of them. I'm pretty sure that um, was the first one that had, or one of the first that ever had seat yeah. bolsters. It's a much easier swap to do in the newer than the Renix Edition XJs. Okay. Because you just swap the seat brackets. Oh. Uh, oh, excuse me. Uh, my seat brackets were rusted through. So no. I got rid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were bad. <laughs> so all my old seats are gone. Okay. So I actually I took the entire seats, the brackets, everything from uh, from Rob's Jeep, and I'm gonna modify it and make those work in the XJ. Uh, it, they're going to be electric seats, which is a little bit of a bummer, but I'm only right talking two that. or three wires, though, aren't you? Two. Well, total of four, two wires each. Oh, darn. But yeah, I can put those together, run them up through the console. It'll still be all tucked behind everything. Look nice and neat. Well, that's what I got to do with these King yeah. Ranch seats over here too. Yeah. I'm not worried about that. The rear seats, there's a little bit more to it. Uh, kind of the way I'm going to be redoing my floor though. I, I'm going to make it a little simpler on the rear. Because you got you do have to trim some rear off the sides of the bottom. Okay. Because the the uh, ZJs are wider, so you got to trim like five yeah, inches of material. I would off. say they're four or five inches wider. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Yeah. yeah. So you got to trim that material down. But for now, I'm not even worrying about rear seats. I'm gonna get the fronts in, and that's just for now. Okay. So there there there's a few things that were always on this build to be second. Well, before and, we move on to your, on, and I want to hear yeah, more I about Yeah, I want to hear the rest of your project, because I, I got updates on Pegasus, but nothing on XJ. I want to hear I want to hear those, but, <laughs> yeah. um, so here's what I got to ask, because I know we've been kind of beating around the bush on this thing. So, as our listeners now know, and as I've told you, mm. I'm taking an F-350XL, the base of basest model truck. Mm-hmm. I'm putting a King Ranch interior in it. I like it. I may or may not. Jury's still out. I'm, I'm definitely doing the Cummins uh, six-speed swap. Mm-hmm. I may or may not do uh, bigger tires. Lift kit, I haven't decided on that. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. it's still going to be a work truck, and I want to be able to get stuff in and out of the bed easily. Yeah. So I'm still I'm I'm on the fence. Of course, our listeners, if you want to go on 4x4 Talk and tell Keith, that he needs to go to 42s, 46s. I'm not going to 54s. I don't care what you say. I'm not putting 54s on it. <laughs> that uh, would be sweet. Uh, I got a picture of my dad standing I'm not next building, to the I'm not building a mega truck here. So uh, if you... I know where a nice Kodiak is uh, if you want to do that. Oh, jeez. <laughs> if you're a crew cab? I want to say yes, but I honestly don't remember. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, so... I'll stop mm-hmm. taking some pictures next weekend. So I'm, I'm not... 
like our I still got a debate on that. But uh, so knowing that I'm going with a Cummins and an XL and I'm doing the King Ranch interior, here's a couple of ideas I've come up with for names because we still need to name this stupid project. All right. Now, I'm not going to just call it Project F350. Okay, that's overused. It's it's blonde, 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 bland, whatever. <laughs> um, Maybe blonde too. I don't know. So, all right. So here's some of them. I'm just gonna just I'm gonna start kind of rapid firing. I've thought of XL Ranch because, of course, you get the base model and then the King Ranch. Mm-hmm. You know, or you call it King XL, or you you know. Now, Ooh, I got three suggestions. So, and keep, yes, hang on, hang on. Uh, I have thought about calling it Project Hidden Valley. <laughs> 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 Hidden Valley Ranch. We call it that or Wishbone if you're going that route. Wishbone? I don't get that. Wishbone Ranch? Wishbone. What's a Wishbone Ranch? It's ranch dressing made by a company called Wishbone. It's, I've, it's good. I've never heard of that. It's really good. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway. Um, so I have thought about calling it um, the, uh, oh, what was the other one that I came up with? Um king oh king xl i thought about calling it um the uh oh so this one has nothing to do with what i'm actually doing to it but it has to do with the fact that it's gonna be a work truck and i thought i thought about calling it the demolisher yeah you know and then um i've also thought about calling it um oh jesus oh yeah okay so so it's a ranch truck um, but I thought about making it really big with the off-road tires and everything like that. Um, and like, kind of like, I don't know, not EM, well, it would be EMP proof because it's going to be, it's going to be a diesel <laughs> with a diesel, stick. Yeah. yeah. Mechanical diesel with a stick. Um, so I thought about calling it like, uh, um, King Graboid or Graboid killer, you know, tremor or, well, okay. Uh, and let me back up. Because if I put the big tires on it, mm. I'm going to put lockers in the axles, yeah. and I have some plans on that. So if I put lockers front and rear, it's going to be the same as a Tremor, a Ford Tremor, which they okay. make now, which has yeah. the lockers front and rear. So I was thinking about like the movie Tremors. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it, but I know What? I haven't seen a lot of good movies. We established this last episode, remember? You've never Our seen Tremors? Movie. No. <gasps> movie night! It's so funny. We need to watching... go through all like eighteen of those movies, or how many ever there are. What's so funny is watching all the audio peaks as we're recording, and we get to this part, and then yours are just like maxed out. Oh my god. <laughs> um, what about okay? So, or we just call it Bert, who is the main like, like... Bert and Ernie from Sesame Street. No, like B U R T. Bert is the crazy dude from uh, Tremors that's like in the military trucks and big jacked up stuff okay. and. Uh, you know, so I'm really like I. I they said I got three ideas, but I'm really liking. And none of them I've said I got so far. I think I got a winner. All right, let's hear what you say. All right, so I was originally gonna say call it just the king or the ranch. The king or the ranch, okay. But I got a better one for you. Mm-hmm. I think this might win, and I'd love to hear some people's thoughts on this. King Cummins. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe it, it it encompasses both. You know the majority of what you're doing, the yeah. Ford and the Cummins swap, and the King Ranch. It's catchy. Yeah. yeah, it's catchy. Mm. I mean, you're building a badass truck here. Lifted well, big it's also tires, six speed. King Ranch it, interior. You could call it King Six. You could call yeah. it. Yeah, that that's your transmission though. That's not really the heart. The heart of the swap is the engine. Mm. 
King Cummins. Hmm. That, well, that's that's here, my vote. I'm voting King Cummins. Here's what we need to do. <laughs> we need to either put a poll or we need to have people suggest things on 4x4. I can never figure out. Don't, don't hit the mic with the glass. What's wrong with you? Yeah, whatever. Um, I If I could figure out how to do polls, I would do it. I know how to do them. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Go so, with that. Uh, we'll come up with a bunch of names. Yeah. I'll send some pictures. Maybe a week or two. It's going to be a little bit, yeah, because the truck will be over here. And then, yeah. uh, but, so that's where I'm at. I am in parts collection <clears throat> mode. I, I have not turned a wrench on anything yet, but I have a bunch of parts sitting on my porch. I haven't even brought inside yet. I have the King Ranch interior sitting here in the studio because nice. I brought it down here, as you know, because I didn't want the cats because unfortunately... It was in a barn. Yeah. The guy totaled his truck and he pulled the Oof. interior out about two years ago and because he, he got he was able to buy the truck back from the insurance company. Nice. He was gonna put it in his truck that he has now, decided never to do it. Um sold the interior to me, like I said, four hundred and forty bucks. I couldn't deal I couldn't uh pass yeah, that. Yeah, that's smoking price. Good lord. Um but uh it unfortunately has a slight order of like mouse piss. I mean I, it's not <laughs> It's not strong, but you I can wash most of that out. It definitely needs a good cleaning and yeah. then the conditioning of the leather. It'll smell better, but I didn't want the cats to get onto it. So I took it down yeah. to the studio here and um which thank you again yeah, for no helping. Worries. Um but uh and then I've got I will the say G56 this, these sitting on my sidewalk. The, yeah, these are some of the stupidest heavy seats I've ever moved. That well Holy the fronts hell. aren't bad, but that rear that rear's what good. Is, it's kind of got that foldable storage pan in the bottom, but did you clear the storage area out? Is there crap in there and like bricks with a couple didn't know of shotguns, about? I think, but that was Oh sweet, what the fuck? <laughs> no, I, I just uh, allegedly some Yeah, shotguns. it was I was like, man, what is going on? That was the heaviest rear yeah. seat I've ever carried in my life. My God. What is it? I in usually that thing? throw those things over my shoulder and just I walk know. with them. This no. Well, you know, right now I'm not gonna say the name of it because obviously it's a um you're always worried about things with work and stuff but i do demolition we've talked about that before i'm doing demolition at a the major seat manufacturing company for the big three and, mm. and tesla um nice. and they have been doing a spring cleaning i guess is what you call it or Ooh. summer cleaning mm -hmm. and they have been yeeting uh seats into dumpsters like crazy you give me some cool looking crap for the jeep i'll change my plan <laughs> well i tell you what i've been going through there secretly every single day allegedly allegedly <laughs> and i've been like oh and they have a lot of nissan seats and stuff in there. i don't they, want those. Well, i tell you what they had these nissan like the leather looks nicer than that hmm. and it was it was this it was heated and cooled seats but they Ooh, had the driver's cool. seat and it was missing like a couple of the plastics and then the, they didn't have the passenger seat and i'm so I, I've been looking for a pair, but they haven't had, they haven't thrown a pair of anything uh, out yet. Yeah. Everything's been like either a driver or a passenger or a rear seat. Yeah, and it's because it's a manufacturing plan or whatever. These are all prototypes yeah. and stuff. But I've been like, I just been I waiting every day. Got, every uh, day they throw stuff in there, and I look. Yeah, I quite literally, I don't know how many years ago this was. We were driving down a dirt road, saw a leather seat on the side of the road, like a car seat. This is my mom and I, and I, I don't remember what we were driving at the time. And we, we scooped it up, and we it was actually pretty funny because I noticed there were three of these in the ditch. So I grabbed one, and I, I grabbed the other, and some dude pulled up behind me, put his flashers on, picks the third one up, walks it over, saying, Hey, I, what happened? These just fall out of your car? 
Okay. He's like, no, we, we found them. We were, I thought they were years away. You're walking up. We're to try and find the owner, thinking they might be, you know, down the road or something. Okay. Never did find them, so I kept them forever, for a long, long time. Uh, I did eventually give two of them away, but I still have the one in my garage. They are prototype seats for like a 2000, 2001 Chrysler Town and Country. And I found prototype tags on the back. And that's still, that's my garage chair. <laughs> How the heck they ended up in a ditch, I, I mean. I, I have no idea. Yeah. On a back dirt road. Yeah, I don't know if this was the equivalent of, you know, quote unquote, fell off a truck kind of thing. Or somebody, you know, yanked them from somewhere and... No idea, man. That's I, weird. I mean, you, you know where I'm at. Unfortunately, a lot of... Shady I'll stuff I'll just happens. call them indecent people just dump stuff on back roads. Mm-hmm. If you ever do it to an animal, you're a bad person, and I hope you burn Is that it, how you but... got that really tiny horse? Uh, no, that one was a a rescue kind of thing. Oh. He was... What was... How did... The horse it, likes whiskey, by the way. Yeah, I know. He's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> he's an angry-looking little thing, but he's yeah, cool. He <laughs> but no, that, that's my garage chair. Oh, my God. So, yeah. That's leather, too, ironically. So, I, at one point, was going to swap it into something, but I just... It's my garage chair. <laughs> well, you know, speaking of your projects and stuff, man, I've been doing a lot of talking so far. Um, I want to hear what's going on with Project XJ, which... Is the Great Bourbon Race bet, like, <laughs> uh, are you going to have it out there? Or if not, are you going to talk about Pegasus? But still, the bet is XJ. So Oh, yeah, the bet is for XJ. Yeah. Yeah, Pegasus is, quote-unquote, support at this point. So the, the vehicle situation, like I said, the truck, it leaks gas. The exhaust comes in when I'm at a stoplight. It's doing a new thing now within the last few days where it likes to, almost like it's going to stall, like it's misfiring, and then it's fine. I, ironically, I noticed if I change the shifting and then go up, it's, it goes away for the most part. <laughs> it lessens. I mean, it's an old truck. It's getting up there. You're talking about Chevy. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so Project XJ updates, kind of not much. Uh, I think I fixed the welder. I have been working actually every single day since we last recorded. Uh, I've changed some work availability so that I can actually get this thing done because if I don't get something done that's not going to risk falling apart every time I hit the brakes, I'm not going to be able to drive to work or come here or do anything. I thought you were going to say you didn't want to lose the bet on a bottle of bourbon. Well, I'm cheap and there's that. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, this was actually already set in place before the bet. Because, um, like I said, I with one day off a week, I can't get anything done. So that was set in place, but I I <laughs> I acquired a new upgrade part. <laughs> you did what? I acquired a new upgrade part. Oh, acquired? I think it's a cord. I'm like, what yeah. Do you mean cord? So the the truck's name or the Jeep's name was Murphy. So if anybody here follows uh, the gentleman who named his WJ Murphy, I bought the engine from it. Uh, he he blew a four O. Imagine that. Okay. One of the late model four Os. I bought right. it for parts. And he had a 160-amp Durango alternator on it. Nice. Now I have a 160-amp alternator. This is the 4 that had a turbo on it? Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, we talked about it briefly. So yeah, I got yeah. the warranty all taken care of on the, the alternator. And so I'm going to be upgrading the alternator. I, If you remember at any point we talked about, I went through all of this bracket swap and scrapyard junkyard hunting to find these brackets to swap in the late model 130 amp alternator from a ZJ. Uh-huh. 
not realizing that it was a 94, 95 year break. Mine's a 94. Uh-huh. The 95 up was the good one. It was 100 amp or 130 amp, something like that. 94 is no good? The 90 amp, or the 94 is a 90 amp alternator. I already had a 90 amp alternator. So I went through all this to swap the brackets, thinking I'd have a bigger alternator to put the same rating in. But at least you have the brackets there that you can... That was exactly it. Yeah. And now I have the alternator to swap. Oh, okay. All right. So all the provisions are there. I might have to grind a little clearance off of it, but that'll be a simple swap. It's kind of supplemental to anything, but big, beefy alternator. (laughs) I've never really worried about alternator size um, just because... I don't have a lot of draw, but the winch that's going on it is pretty beefy yeah so it's it's an old old worn 12k can i have so, it no oh. <laughs> i got it from my uncle years ago i remember so, you went down to yeah. florida for it didn't you not specifically for it but coincidentally yes yeah so yeah that that's how i got that rescued it from florida Arguably, a couple years later massive flood that would have flooded it and ruined it so i saved it <laughs> saved it. <laughs> yeah it's a rescue like my kitten yeah, rescued him from the shed. What what, what of it? <laughs> All five of the cats in that room were rescued. Oh my god! So. True, true story. If anyone's looking for a cat, I got some beautiful cats. We need to rehaul. Are you still getting rid of them things? Uh, there's really only two more that we're looking to rehaul, if that. But at this point, we're probably stuck with them all. Oh, Johnny Orange has got cats available in Michigan, so if anyone's looking yes, for a cat, yes. they're beautiful, long hair. One super friendly. One is not. They're all long hair. Yeah. Oh, ew. Oh, they're pretty, though. I mean, it's pretty, but, man, they shed like crazy yeah. and stuff. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. You go. It's a pink carpet in that room, but it's more like a black and pink because he just rolls everywhere. They're black, long hairs? One of them. There are, there's three gray ones. One of is gray and white. The Mama mm. Kitty and Shadow, mine, are all gray. Uh, there's Cole, who's all black, and then Sprinkles, who is black and white. You named all the kittens? The one that I'm keeping, yes. My mom and then dad named the rest. <laughs> well, when you name them, you're keeping them. Well, yeah. That's why I said we're probably so. <laughs> Anywho. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, Prod, or, uh, Pegasus should be back on the road within the next night or two here. I, mm. got, the, I got really, 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 really lucky. I, I got everything lined up with the bolts, and I only had to clearance... Uh, I did not have to cut into the main structure of that grill assembly. I just had to clearance the uh, radiator mount. Oh, good, good. And it was an area that I had already had to cut into a little bit, so I cut a little bit more. I got it, so I had about a quarter inch of clearance all the way around the lines, routed them, and then I ran out of cable clamps. (laughs) Oh, geez. So I got more of those uh, today. I got the lines all hooked up. Everything's all bled out. It's running. I got most of it bolted up last week and then ran into an issue. I couldn't get six bolt holes to line up for the inner fenders. Uh, I messed with that today. Turns out the trick is a longer pry bar. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Leverage, man. Leverage. When when you go from a one foot to a two and a half foot, you're almost there. It'll fit. But when you switch to a five foot, oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I got five of the six holes to line up. And, yeah, everything's ready. I just, like I said, I had to get clamps and some more zip ties to hold some things back that I had to cut. So she should be back on the road. Again, still on very borrowed time. It's a little unsettling when you're trying to flick a bolt out 
with a screwdriver where it doesn't need to be and it you turn the driver the wrong way and it goes into your frame that's a little unsettling yeah. so it's on very borrowed time it is it is but yeah the the plan later this week uh to get that welder fired back up start burning more metal in so dude i'm telling you i i still am rooting for the idea that i had before and i think i said it on the podcast before oh five to 16 super duty frame swap that you shorten the frame to fit under the tj you get the <laughs> dana 60 front you get wait the... wait wait we never discussed this so here's what i'm thinking and it's the same thing i'm thinking about doing with the fj60 keep, keep talking because at this point most of my frame i feel is shot so, so continue one talking. of the strongest factory frames built in modern days with some of the best axles built in modern days is the ford f250 350 super duty okay so and it's driver drop axle so i'm liking this what i'm thinking of is taking for my land cruiser and i think you could do the same thing for your tj no problem my head's already running when they keep talking taking but... taking 05 05 to 7 or 16 chassis which you can pick up rolling chassis the guys have parted out because there's so there's millions of those trucks now you can pick up those trucks you know pretty regularly in the 800 to 1000 range but if you really shop around you can get them for four or five hundred bucks so you get the Dana 60 front, you get the Sterling rear, you get the coil spring radius front. So all we got to do, and it's a it's a heavy, like, I think they're about a 10-inch C-channel C frame. Crap. Okay? It might be shorter than that, but it's okay. a very thick gauge steel. Yeah. You take the Super Duty frame, you literally, like I would do for the Land Cruiser, and you do the same for the TJ. Like me, I'd be going now to a driver drop axle, so I'm talking my whole drivetrain changes. But for you, it wouldn't. You could use your whole drivetrain because you're already a driver drop axle. Keep, keep talking. I got a better idea. I'm going to supplement so this. So you cut minute. the thing in half, take like three feet out of the middle of the of a Super Duty chassis, weld the thing together, put your Jeep body on top. Now you've got yourself a radius arm coil spring Dana 60 front Ooh. Sterling rear, cheap. You know, you drop your diesel back into it. I think that's the way you need to go. I, I, I can't make it better. Huh. Still do my TJLJ bastardization. Okay. Onto that. Uh -huh. So I don't even have to cut the frame. Well, it depends on the length. But yeah, okay, gotcha. It'd be pretty long. Mm -hmm. I might still have to trim it, but not as much, maybe. So maybe if you <laughs> ran like a Super Duty regular cab 8-foot bed frame. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. the shortest version you can get. Okay. I'd probably sell it to... Anyways... And then get that NV4500 trans. Because I'll, I'll have the height from the frame mounts oops, to sure. the body. Sure. <laughs> telling you, I mean, you go all the one ton, the heavy duty stuff. I need to win the lottery so I can start buying parts in a barn I'm, and get the hell out of my house. So I can well, you know, move it, in my own It's place. just a way to go. I, well, did you <laughs> see, by the way, I, I drove Brat Pack the other day? I did, yeah. Everybody nice. thinks the thing just is dead. I threw oh, I a battery it, I and some it gas and it fired up. I knew it ran. I just yeah. know that axle is like empty. So I drove Reminds around in the front axle. Probably yes. check my rear diff. I drove around in my front axle because <laughs> my rear's blown. But yeah. yes, I did drive Brat Pack around the yard. Nice. My eighty-four FJ sixty. Nice. Um, she's alive, but uh, that's not part of our bet or anything. No, no, so no, 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 no. She's mothballed until yep. Super Duty's done and everything. But that's kind of where I'm at. Like I said, Pegasus is. Borrowed time to get me to and from work, and that's pretty much going to be it right now. And that's pretty much the excursion. Yeah. Yeah, you know yeah, how it is. So. <laughs> yeah. It sucks, but it is what it is. 
Man, I mean, I think we're really on a good track here. Both of us are working on our projects. Um, you know, I'm you're actually turning wrenches on, well, on Pegasus, not XJ, which is the wrong truck to be turning wrenches on. But Well, either way, like with Brat Pack, I got to move it out of the way. <laughs> true. And that was me the other day moving Brat Pack out of the way. Yeah. So, uh, you know, now the Brat Pack's out of the way, I can pull Super Duty in, whatever we're going to call that thing. We'll maybe do a poll or King something. Cummins. King Cummins, <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm. It's a catchy name. It's not bad. It's, I, I, I'll admit that it's not bad. I think there's got to be something that just hits me that's like, ooh, boom. You know? I, I understand that. It's the way I'm about. Oh, oh, I almost forgot. Hmm. So you're talking about smoking prices and deals on stuff. Yeah. I got it in on someone on eBay, finally. It's been a while. Okay. Kind of a, you know, sticking it to the man kind of thing. Okay. It, this is not much. This is stupid, but... I'm amused by it. All right. So I I putting together a training rig of uh, you know tactical gear for work. All right. And there was one particular product I've been looking for. It's a, a rescue tool, strap cutter, glass breaker, you know things like that. I've heard of those. Yeah. And I've been hunting this thing for a while for a decent price. I think like twenty bucks. Yeah, I'm looking at a benchmade one. So okay. retails a hundred bucks. Ooh. This guy had it for ninety. Well, my price through work is much much better and reasonable. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you that off the air because I can't talk about that. So I will allegedly tell you off the air. Uh, so this guy had this thing listed for ninety bucks. I'm a cheap SOB, so I lowball offer him, and I went through three or four offers until I got to seventy five bucks. Declined like immediately. Like at that point, they were pissed off at me. No, he's got an automatic. You can automatically set it. When they do that, it's an immediate response. Mm -hmm. When it takes 24 hours or it takes longer than immediate, it's still left up to them. Gotcha. So that's how I knew it was that. Excuse me. So about two weeks goes by after that last uh, last offer was declined. The guy drops price to 75 bucks. That I get on there and offered him seventy, and he took it. There you go, man. <laughs> there you go. Well, it amused me, <laughs> John. Um, I think we've probably covered all of our updates uh, that we are working on right now. Oh yeah. And I think next week, hopefully, I got some updates. Although I think next week we, I've been wanting to do a little, another history episode. It's been a while. I kind of want to do like a tech history episode, so our listeners may have to wait a couple weeks before they hear some updates on our, uh, you know, projects. Bur- great bourbon race here. Yeah. But I was thinking about doing. Um, Remember that'll actually have some. I, I just, you know, I, I was talking to some of our old time listeners, and they were saying like, "Hey, we haven't done anything like that in a while." So I was thinking yeah. maybe next week we do a history episode. Uh, or at least uh, a little bit of like a vehicle specific episode. So I like it. We might do that, and then. Um, but anyways, uh, as always, uh, if you are interested in learning more, uh, John and I are both involved in the Museum of Off-Road Adventure in Clay Township, Michigan. Um, we are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as the Museum of Off-Road Adventure. You can find us on all of those. We are most active on Facebook. We're going to be open to the public very, very soon, probably this week. Probably by the time you hear this, actually, we will be open to the public again. Um, and then, um, John, you have some things? Uh, yep. So if you want to join our, our Facebook group, uh, 4x4 Talk, uh, just get on Facebook, type it in, 4x4 Talk. A uh, couple quick questions get you on the page. Check it out. 
check out this poll that we're talking about here. Vote for uh, the name King Cummins to, to win it for the project. <laughs> if I remember to put it up. I'm hoping I do, but... Yeah, now you can post some pictures, talk about different builds, ask technical questions, you know, post whatever you want there. Hopefully keep it 4x4 related. But just you know. kind of a way to interact with amongst the listeners and us. I, I apologize. I know I get tagged in a lot of stuff and post. I, I share more than I am involved in it. I just, I'm not on it a lot. So I apologize for that. I'm not ignoring anybody. I'll eventually go through and catch up on all that stuff. But I'm pretty bad about it. I'm sorry. Oh, well, that's what it is, man. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know if you want to enlighten people on our Wheels in the Woods coming up here. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Wheels in the Woods, October 9th, 2021, uh, Clay Township, Michigan. Best way to find out about the event and to uh, say that you're coming to the event and any updates is to go on Facebook and look up Wheels in the Woods 2021. Um, by looking that up, you will find the event. Uh, like I said, Clay Township, Michigan. It We have lowered the entry fee this year. Uh, we are going to have just about the same amount of awards. Uh, we've kind of streamlined a few things, but... Uh, it's going to be a great event. We're going to have some some great times, trivia contests, things like that. Uh, if you are a 4x4 enthusiast, car enthusiast, because we are still this year, our board has decided we're going to still this year invite other cars, vehicles. It's an all-vehicle show. Of course, we heavily focus on 4x4s, but uh, we want to let our automotive brethren come to the show and enjoy it as well. Yeah, so, we had a military vehicle. It was like a six by six out there last we year. We had a military like vehicle. That. That was cool. We had a jacked up Ford Crown Victoria. I, <laughs> I mean, remember we, that. We yeah. had some crazy stuff there. So there, yeah, there were some uh, awesome trucks um, and cars out there. For you sure. need to come to Wheels in the Woods 2021, folks. Uh, it's going to be a great time again this year, October 9th. Uh, you got to be on the grounds by 10 a.m. and then the show goes till about three or four o'clock. So. You know, spend four or five hours with us in the middle of the day. Both Johnny Orange and myself will be there. Absolutely. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun this year. Make sure you get out that way. Yeah, and if you want to have some extra fun, make sure to check us out, patreon.com slash radio. Uh, a couple bucks, two bucks I think is the lowest tier we got right now. Gets you some extra content on there, some stuff we don't talk about. It's actually kind of cool. We have some storylines, I was thinking the other day, that only occur there, not on the regular show. On 4x4 Talk? Yeah. We've been kind of getting that way, haven't <clears throat> we? Yeah, it's and been... I'm all right with that. So that gives everybody hopefully something else to aspire to check out and listen to. Yeah. We do have a bunch of free episodes, too. I made everything from our first year free and a couple sporadic episodes from last year that we had a lot of fun with. Uh, so you can check that out if you like it. Hit that subscribe on there. Like I said, a little 2 bucks a month. If you like this show and that show, make sure you hit like, subscribe, and then share it so that anybody else on your friends list who likes that stuff can uh, check it out and hopefully get the same level of enjoyment. <laughs> I do want to mention briefly, um, you know, we do ask for your email when you join 4x4 Talk, and we do not sell your email to anyone. And we, we do say on there that we may eventually have prizes and things like that. Uh, you have not gotten any emails from us. We've put you all into our email system. We have not sent out any mass emails as of yet. So, you know, this is not something where you're going to hear from us five times a week. <laughs> um, but we are collecting your emails, and we do have an email system that we're still figuring out. 
probably within a couple of months here, we're going to start offering some uh, giveaways and things like that and some email specials. So if you do I sign like up it. on 4x4Talk, uh, please give us your email. We're not, like I said, we're not going to sell it and we're not going to spam you. Um, we don't have the time to <laughs> send you out 18 <laughs> emails a day. Yeah. So I you might, get, time an e to do you might get an email once a, once a month or something. <laughs> so please send us your email when you yeah. do that. So with that all, I suppose we'll say thanks for listening and have a good one, everybody.